A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. At that time, so many people were crowding together that they were trampling one another underfoot. Jesus began to speak first to his disciples, beware of the leaven, that is the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. There is nothing concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the darkness will be heard in the light, and what you have whispered behind closed doors will be proclaimed on the housetops. I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but after that can do no more. I shall show you whom to fear. Be afraid of the one who, after killing, has the power to cast into Gehenna. Yes, I tell you, be afraid of that one. Are not five sparrows sold for two small coins? Yet not one of them has escaped the notice of God. Even the hairs of your head have all been counted. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. So for many of you, you will notice that we've started off this celebration for St. Teresa of Jesus, or Avila, as she's better known, with a reading from Romans. And Romans um, 4, 5, um, many of you will recognize that that's kind of one of those scriptures that's right at the heart of the Reformation, a crisis in the church. Um, Basically, uh, what Paul says is Abraham believed God and it was credited him as righteousness. And the concept was that this is kind of a legal term. And so instead of a process of becoming holy, we were just credited with holiness. Um, The distinction, without going into a lot of the theology here, is is something intrinsically happening or extrinsically happening? Is something really occurring in us or is it just external? Um, An example I was thinking of was marriage. You can get a marriage certificate But is that really a marriage? Marriage is really every day accepting and choosing to be self-giving to your spouse over a long period of time. That's what a marriage is. Yes, you can have a certificate, but marriage is really the process of going through that and that self-giving and that change that occurs, that really every sacramental marriage realizes. There's a change that occurs internally. Now, I, th- I don't think it's any coincidence that St. Teresa came onto the scene right at the Reformation. So Luther posted his 95 problems with the church 
1517, and Teresa was born in 1515. Now, what's interesting is um, she became a saint in 1682, but she became a doctor of the church in 1970. And it was uh, Pope Paul VI who, in declaring her a doctor, used these words. We have conferred, or better yet, we have recognized the title of doctor of the church for St. Teresa of Jesus. We realized her work. So you've heard it said that God raises up saints in all generations, but he, he raises up special saints during the crisis of the church, just like with prophets. During the crisis of Jerusalem and Israel, there were prophets to help lead and judges. And since the resurrection, we've had saints that are helping us, and we have uh, 36 doctors of the church who help us understand more clearly. And in the times that we need them, what's happening? Now, there's two aspects of uh, St. Teresa's work that I, I wanted to talk a little bit about. And one is this concept of intrinsic versus extrinsic. And then the second one is I want to talk about the church. So the first one in the intrinsic, and most have read some piece of St. Teresa's work, uh, the interior castle and the seven mansions and the stages of contemplation and getting closer to Jesus. Uh, there's a very good book by Thomas Dubay called The Fire Within. Uh, and he really talks about uh, John of the Cross and St. Teresa. And about this final stage, the stage of transforming union, of becoming as close to Christ as possible, about that final stage, he says... It is fitting that God himself be the guide and means of reaching himself. The union between the human and the divine is now so close, so intimate, that there are two principles of one action. That's when we're at that point we're starting to look like the image of Christ. And that's, that's what we're working towards. That's holiness. That image of Christ, it's an intrinsic, it's an internal, it's a change. And we participate with that through grace. We receive that ability to become closer and closer to knowledge of Jesus. Now, Interestingly enough, uh, St. Teresa's last words as she was dying was she said, I am a daughter of the church. It's a, it took me. I mean, I'm like, that's a, that's a really interesting 
concept, I'm a daughter of the church. And really, I wanted to sit with that for a while to truly try to understand that. She loved the church. She loved the liturgy. She loved the holy water. She loved the whole life of the church. So I came to Ephesians 5, the great mystery. And again, it's used a lot for marriages because it's the section that talks about husband and wife and how they should treat each other. But I want us to look closer at this. Um, It says, the great mystery, Christ and the church. Um, He says, husbands, love your wives, even as Christ loved the church and handed himself over for her to sanctify her, cleansing her by the bath of water with the word that he might present himself to the church in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. Goes on to say, for no one hates his own flesh, but rather nourishes and cherishes it, even as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. St. Teresa became a daughter of the church because of her relationship with Christ. And Christ had that relationship with the body of the church so that he can purify it and present it back to himself in the marriage as the bride and bridegroom. He's cleansing the church. He's working with each of us in that relationship that's internal, that intrinsic change that we have, he's purifying the church. And St. Teresa's telling us this. She was a daughter of the church. Her whole life was devoted to internally becoming as close to Jesus as she could. And she felt she was a part of his body, the church. And that's what we're really called to do. And I, as a final, I think back with Ezekiel, that Old Testament um, wording that Ezekiel had about giving us new hearts in place of our stony hearts. That's an act, that's a process of cleaning and giving us human hearts in place of our stony hearts. It's a process. And that's what our faith is, that it's a process of holiness our whole life until we get to the very end and we say we're sons or daughters of the church, to be part of the collection of the body that's presented back to Jesus. So that's good news for us today in the midst of everything that's going on in the rest of the world. The Holy Spirit is at work. Let's stand and offer our petition.